Welcome back to another episode of Yarns with Outdoor Aussies. This episode, Ben and I caught up with Ant and Emma, who are a couple from the UK who have been traveling around Australia in their troopy. We um, we met these guys on Instagram, really. Ben and I have been following them for years now. They've got a YouTube channel called We Will Roam. Um, we messaged them and caught up a little while ago as they were racing off to the ferry at Wallaroo, had a coffee and, and that was that. And then we've caught up again a few months later and um, we're meant to just, you know, have dinner, film a podcast, and it turned into hours and hours on end of talking. Um, and yeah, this episode is just a really honest chat about, you know, traveling and destinations and, you know, the emotional connection that comes with living on the road and all the ups and downs that this year's thrown in their way and how they've learned from them. And we hope you enjoy. Um, I'd also recommend checking out their YouTube channel, We Will Roam, before. Um, you start listening to this podcast just to get a feel of Ant and Emma and, and how they travel and, yeah, just who they are. So sit back and enjoy. So, yeah, we're sitting in, we're in Cleve, which yeah, is probably not an overly well-known place. No, I haven't seen it on um, any maps <laughs> until until recently. But uh, yeah, it's a cool little spot. It's got a post office. It's got a pub. It's got a few shops. It's got everything you need, man. You've met everyone in town and know everyone by name now. Yeah, Jim, Matt, all of them. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's, Ends there. That's what you need. No, that's Dave cool. at the four wheel drive shop. Dave at the four wheel drive shop. Done. Yeah, we're basically locals now. We've there only been there six weeks, four weeks, something like that. So, how did you end up in Cleve? That's a good question. <laughs> that was a long backstory. Start at the start. <laughs> yeah, we'll start at the start. We left um, home in November 2019, and uh, we had the grand ambition of traveling around Australia for a year mm-hmm. before shipping out to Canada, and then traveling the Americas. And that that was the grand plan. That was the grand ambition. Um, 2020 didn't quite go to plan. <laughs> Um, and that's how that's how we've that's how we've ended up in Cleve. Yeah. <laughs> Australia liked you too much; they didn't want to give you back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We um no it sort of one what like we did a couple of months in Tasmania, and that was amazing. The fires then you might remember mm. broke out. Yeah, and that that altered our plans a little bit. And then by March, yeah, we found ourselves in in lockdown, and I think we quickly realised that hey, like. The grand plan is not going yeah. quite to plan. Yeah. And you were locked down in Tassie? Uh, no, we, did, we did lockdown in Queensland. Oh, in Queensland, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. on the yeah. Sunshine Coast. Yeah. We made a uh, run for the border when everything was shutting. So we thought Queensland would be a nice place to spend winter rather than Tassie. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely cold yeah. in Tassie. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean... We, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get into it in way more detail. But yeah. just on on the, on the Cleve point, we sort of quickly realized, hey, this this grand plan is not is not going to happen the way we planned it. So let's just slow down, mm. let's enjoy it, um, take a different pace. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're now 400 and something days on the road. Technically, yeah. shifted gears, and we're just sort of temporarily planting ourselves in different regions. Yeah. Like spending yeah. six to eight weeks in a different region and just explore out the home base and yeah. Cleve is our first one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, and it's, it's a very, um, I guess, you know, when you first told us you're going to be here, we yeah, hadn't seen it on maps or whatever else. And we looked it up and we're like, it's a pretty random spot to end yeah. up. But when you think <laughs> about it, it's also 
pretty central to some nice areas um, out this way. Like you've got the beach. I don't know what is it. Probably twenty, 20 minutes, minutes half away. Yeah, yeah Onu Bay is like just down the road. Yeah, and Port Neil and. And it's still only an hour or so down into Lincoln or probably a little bit longer, but yeah, you've got so much stuff on your doorstep and we've been talking over the last, you know, we stayed with you guys last night and had hours and hours and hours of talking and catching up and talking travels, but yeah, it's cool to be just in new places. And even though you're still working full time now, which we'll get into, I guess, later of how you, how you sort of making all this work, but even you finish work and then you've got new places to explore. So yeah. it's always different and changing. And then, yeah, you go to a whole different region and away yeah, you go that, again. I guess yeah. that's the idea of it. So having the ability to explore new places. Um, some of those places are quite far afield. You know, it's not like you can live in a city and uh, can't get that far on a weekend or, you know, only a couple of hours away. So basing ourselves in these little country towns and, as long as there's internet. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's internet. Uh, and connectivity, you're not far from some incredible coastline or yeah, sure. you know, beautiful yeah. places that typically would be really hard to get to because they're eight, nine hours away from the city. So, yeah, we'll uh, see, how, see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm. So what's your, I guess, your trip through Australia look like so far? Like we've been following you guys um, more or less since you started building the troopy that you guys are traveling in now. Um, so, you know, we definitely were watching you before we started planning our trip. So it's been cool just seeing all those spots, but where have you been? Like, where did you start and what's your journey look like? So the original plan, <laughs> this will be the theme, right? The original the, plan yeah, was. Yeah. At some point we need to stop saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the plan was to do almost like a, kind of like an infinity loop around the country. Yeah. Um, we started in Tassie cause we're. We were living in Melbourne, so that was the easiest place for us to head first. Yeah. We spent 11 weeks in Tasmania. I think it rained for about 10 weeks. <laughs> so we, we got very unlucky with the weather, but it's, it's beautiful down there. Yeah. Um, and then the plan was to head up the East Coast, um, all the way to the tip, or up to Cape York, through the middle, you know, and then into mm. Western Australia and kind of do, yeah, I guess, a bit, bit of an infinity yeah. loop. Um, but... Yeah. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> uh, so obviously post lockdown, so June, early June. Yeah. Um, we were able to leave and um, we spent five months exploring Queensland. So yeah. that's where we were. It's a huge state, with so yeah. much to see. Um, and other states were still still shut, so we weren't actually allowed to go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so we did Fraser Island, Outback Queensland, which was... Outback Queensland was definitely one of our highlights. Mm, yeah, I mean the outback typically there's not a lot of people, or you mm. can go for days without seeing anybody. But it was even more desolate. Yeah, and quiet. Um, Locals only, literally. Correct. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. it was um it was an amazing time, sort of traveling like a good couple of months through the outback. Yeah. Um, and then we got the opportunity to go up to Cape York because um, again that that all opened up. Yeah. Um, so. It was, up, it was a good, like, time where the way we conducted ourselves for the first five months was we have a plan and we've got to stick to the plan. Mm. Yeah. Whereas yeah. suddenly that was all taken out of our control. Yeah. And so, yeah, that those five months in Queensland was like, look, we'll just go just go where we're it. allowed and go where yep. the wind takes us. And Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and just see what happens. And then um, probably come maybe September time. Yeah. Um, we headed over to Northern Territory. Um, you know, we'd always wanted to go there. Um, started in Darwin and then made our way south. 
towards the red center. So and then we did Uluru, Simpson Desert, you know, all kind of the big, big yeah, ticket big items. Ticket and again, saw pretty much nobody, nobody yeah. you know, in these places. Uluru specifically would have been dead quiet. I mean, we yeah. were we were sat at the uh, the sunrise spot. Yeah. The only people there. The only people there. Crazy. And typically yeah. you would have maybe three, four hundred people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've seen some pretty amazing places all to ourselves, yeah. which... And almost in a yeah. like a way that is probably closer to traveling back in the 80s yeah. or yeah, 70s or something where there was heaps less people traveling. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it's 2020 and you know, these crazy... Mm. crazy places around Australia that are really busy usually. Yeah. And you got it to yourselves. Like I've seen a few comments online of, you know, people that live in Broome and whatever. And it's like Broome in the dry season with no one around. Like it just does not get any better than that. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are so lucky to have yeah. kept going and not just sort of said, oh, well, this is all too hard with borders and travel and it's, it's all too much. Let's just park up and wait for it to, blow over we've had lots of yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. discussions about that over the last and even, 24 hours yeah and even though we you know missed a fair bit of the the east coast due to you know, everything yeah. that had happened having to move yeah even when we left queensland i uh, spent five months through queensland and went through the northern territory and mm. then down to south australia we've still done Forty-two thousand k's. Yeah, since right. we left, and, and we've yeah, <laughs> and, and we've not even gone into Western Australia, which is half of the country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've we've put in some effort, we've put in some miles, which has been really awesome. Yeah, and you've probably gotten to a few places that either were not on the hit list, or you've just had that extra time. Like, yeah, I'm sure some you know outback Queensland. It's yeah, there's a lot out there, and there's a long distance between places, and. Yeah. Some of that you probably just wouldn't have got to. Well, we never didn't have the time. planned on spending five months in Queensland. I mean, that's pretty much half a year. So, yeah. um, again, uh, feel very lucky to have, have been able to do that and get to those sort of far-flung places, which we would never have yeah, yeah sort thought of about to. going to. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm. You guys tend to have more of a, like, relaxed – I guess relaxed isn't the word we've been talking about, how things are portrayed a bit differently on social media and how – a lot of these places like you've done Cape and um, you quite often see people doing Cape and it's quite like a aggressive high action kind of thing. But um, how do you guys find your travel style? Like it's pretty like just relaxed and take it as it comes. And Yeah. I, we're, we're pretty chill mm. people at the best very of times. I don't know if times. you've noticed. <laughs> very, very relaxed. But, but, I, but I, um, I think I think like despite 2020 and all of its challenges that it's presented to to us um, and and everybody, I think we are grateful for what has happened because it has relaxed us even more. Like yeah. it's it's mm. it's given us the opportunity to sort of appreciate where we're at and what we have, and it's sort of taught us to um, slow, less is slow more, down. slowing down. Mm. Um, you know only worry about the things you can control mm -hmm. and this year so much has been out of our control that we've sort of been forced to just just be and just chill and just enjoy it yeah for, enjoy for what, it what is. you're in and where you're at yeah, yeah. and but so a lot of the places that we go to it's 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 exactly that it's like not just trying to capture the places we go to but sort of try and capture how they feel like yeah. there's so much awe inspiring stuff out there like some pretty dramatic landscapes and some some pretty relaxing places too. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of yeah. cups of tea and oh, lots of tea. Yeah, big <laughs> fan of tea. tea. But even those more, I don't know what word you describe it. You know, um, whether it's high action or 
technical places like we enjoy a four-wheel drive track but i think um you know we always assess you know risk versus reward and you know where is it that we're going and you know do we really want that experience and the cape was obviously i mean it's a cape york is a bucket list for a lot of people um whether you're doing any of the four-wheel drive tracks or not it's a, a beautiful part of the country and it's funny because uh Pretty much from when we left Fraser Island, which was maybe mid-June. Um, so we knew we, I mean, the Cape, Cape was shut at that point. But, you know, we were thinking, oh, it'd be awesome to go. Wouldn't it be great to get up to, you know, the furthest north of the country. And I had this sort of funny narrative of, oh, you know, I'm not sure whether we should do the telly track, And maybe it's a bit too, you know, because of what I'd seen on social media yeah, and what I'd seen sure. on YouTube. And, like, it makes Ant laugh because... I, I, we never really had a conversation about it. I would just randomly start talking about, oh, I'm not sure, you know. I just randomly bring it up, and he's like, "What are you on about?" You obviously want to do it, or you're like you're obviously keen, but you're saying, you know. So it was kind of this funny thing for like a good few months, wasn't yeah. it? And then we got further towards it when it opened, and you know, we feel very lucky that we were able to go. And we was, I was still a little bit unsure because, again, of what you kind of see, yeah. see online. And we thought, well, what's the worst that can happen? Like, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Famous last words. Destroy your child. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we'd heard there were lots of places to turn around or, you know, there was a few places you could kind of like do yeah, a little bit of it and, and, and kind of leave. And then we turned up and Anne was like, you're going to drive? And I was like, okay, yeah, I reckon I could do that because I'd never really thought about it until we actually got there. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Yeah. yeah. So we... I didn't actually start out in the mindset that I'd drive the whole thing, but I just we just ended up never switching seats, and I think and just sort of loved watching, yeah, sort of me drive and him doing some of the filming and you know showing what we were doing, and we didn't do a whole heap because you got to be safety first and all that sort of things because yeah. it is a very technical track, but you know I guess with us being quite chilled individuals, you can do those types of more technical tracks you know taking it very slowly and have a really awesome time yeah. um so yeah it's um that was definitely one of our highlights yeah she's <laughs> like that conversation tracks like five thousand k's across <laughs> queensland are we from do like no nah, we're, we're not we're it? definitely not going to do it like anthony we are not going up at your <laughs> all the way through to like oh, well, maybe we'll just, like, poke our heads in and have a look. Have a look. All the way to, like, I mean, Emma, I'm just going to sit back and let you drive this because, <laughs> yeah. like, you're nailing it. So yeah. I'll just keep quiet. <laughs> so was there still a few people up there? I guess because it had reopened, there would have been a fair few Queenslanders like, well, let's just go do the mm. Cape. We can get out and do stuff. So because I've heard, like, a lot of people going up there as solo travelers, they end up tacking on to another group of cars mm. or whatever yeah. just to have those extra support cars and, I mean, we even find being solo four-wheel drive, if you get to places by yourself, you're like, uh, maybe not because we're going to have to literally dig ourselves out ourselves. Did you have much of that or did you tack onto people, meet people up there? Or We definitely met people. It was quite quiet was compared quiet. to I, what we'd obviously heard. Yeah. Um, when we started that section, started the tele track specifically, you know, typically – Bramwell Roadhouse, where you yeah. yeah, Bramwell Roadhouse, where you camp and you can start the track from there. There was maybe four cars, and typically they would have a hundred, you know, yeah. hundred vehicles camped there. Um, some people go. doing it, some people not doing it, and you know, just setting off when they want to set off. 
So even then we were thinking, oh, you know, there's less people. Yeah. Is this a good idea? Because we do travel alone. We don't have, um, you know, we didn't have a support vehicle. Mm-hmm. And typically I think people try and seek out groups they can um, plan to go with before yeah. they get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a few people saying they were going up there, but not the same sort same of time. Sort of time yeah. Same sort of time. So we started out, yeah, just thinking that, we, again, you, you see how you go, you be sensible, yeah. you know, yeah. try and be as safe as you can. When we, we always drive like either one of us can just veto. If yeah. at any point one of us is like, nah, no deal. Yeah. And that's cool. Like no argument. We'll just turn around and. Yeah. yeah. And away you go. But yeah. the great thing about, you know, that being an attraction to people going is there are people coming through, even yeah. if it's only a, a few. Yeah. So as we continued down the track. Uh, we came across a few groups, you know, that mostly from Queensland, so quite yep. a few um, groups from Cairns. And they were having a great time. There was like four or five cars. Yeah. Uh, and we always joke. We kind of <laughs> we, we kind of kept leapfrogging each other. Yeah. Because, you know, some people would That's spend right, more guys. time at a crossing or would chill at, you know, a little river or, or mm. whatever it might be. And um, one group that we came across and we kept leapfrogging, you know, we'd see them. They'd had one beer. Then, you know. A couple of a couple of more beers and, and things like that, and then we'd see them at camp, and it yeah. was just a very uh, a very welcoming, friendly group of people that yeah. were just all there doing the same thing. And it's almost mm. a community, yeah, a, a temporary community in a place that's all there for the same thing, doing the same sort of stuff. Yeah, you're all at your own pace, and you'll kind of end up camping slightly separately. Yeah, you might yeah, get yeah. together, and I mean, we found that even down the WA coast, like much broader sense, but you keep seeing the same cars in town, or you. Drive yeah. past the yellow Iveco truck or something, and you like keep waving at them, and then eventually you're sort of like, "We better go say good day because we've seen these guys a few times." Yeah, I think that... my, my favorite moment from definitely finishing off the Cape with that sense of community was, um, you know, you got your last um, obstacle, Nolan's. Is it called Nolan's? Yeah. And uh, everyone's sort of assessing it together, and everyone's having a conversation about, you know how deep the water is and a few people are wading in and everyone's helping each other in terms of, and, and that was awesome. Mm. But once um, I came into the water and came out the other side, everyone's cheering and it's like this real, Yeah, we'd never seen or really felt that before because we'd always been on our own in yeah. doing various things. So that was really awesome. My, yeah. my, my favorite memory is uh, from, from the Cape anyway, is, is when it was on the last day and the troopy navigates washouts like a brick, you know, like <laughs> Drag we'll, <it> through. <laughs> we'll lift wheels and just cruise on through. And, uh, we actually, we actually just got wedged very undramatically in this, a, a deeper washout, just miscalculated. And yeah. the troopy was sort of just like, just wedged against the side of the track. And, um, so it was like, oh, actually, we're going to have to winch ourselves out here. So I'm out the front, like pulling the winch out and wrapping around a tree. And one of the four wheel drive groups comes up behind. And then, I mean, it's like three in the afternoon. So mm-hmm. some beverages have been had. Yeah. Everyone's having a nice great time. Um, an old mate just like walks up, gets like, stands on the side rails on the passenger side. Yeah. Looks down at Emma because the car's at a weird angle and Emma's just <laughs> behind the wheel and goes, what'd you park it here for? <laughs> like It just became this big group thing. Yeah. Around everyone like, let's all help the troop get out. Yeah. And, and he was yeah. standing on the side, like, oh, you know. I've got some weight to me. I'll just stand on the side to help <laughs> yeah, you I'll out. I'll give you, you some know. ballast. I'll just, I'll <laughs> Thanks, just stand here. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. lots of fun things like that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, one of the fun. things that we love about being on the road is like the people you do meet and like it's an excuse to stop and chat to someone because you know that you're all there for the same thing. Like yeah. 
I guess Australia is known for that mateship and like people just want to help. Even if you don't want their help, there's just that nosiness of like, oh, what's going on over there? But like, I guess in the UK, you were saying it's not something that's really like done. People don't just, you know, sell up everything and, and go and travel. Like, what was that kind of like as a mental thing when you did move over? Like you said, you didn't plan to buy the car and go traveling, but it was kind of always in the background. Like, yeah, yeah. What was that barrier kind of like coming over here? I think, um, I think it probably that, that progression charts, I suppose, just a complete change over time or like an evolution of maybe our mindset around this whole stuff. Um, I mean, I'm, case in point it's probably more of a, of a reflection on ourselves in like i'm sure there are people in the uk that do this thing but it just never crossed our mind never even was a blip on our radar um and i think since since like being a kid i'd always watched documentaries and david attenborough and like traveling and like, it's something i'd always wanted to do but actually confronting the doing of it yeah. that was something that it just it just took one thing to lead to another. Like we moved to a country where being outdoors was was an inherent part of of the yeah, culture. It's part of the culture, and yeah. like and it took that to then lead to the next thing. On well, let's go camping, and then like oh, this is really fun. Like maybe mm-hmm. we should do this more often and get ourselves a vehicle that you know we can we can sort of have as our own. And and then we got troopy and then it was like man we could we could do this for a long time you know yeah. maybe and the, and it's just a gateway drug you know what i mean oh, like yeah. the next thing is is four years have gone by and we've kid her out and yeah set things up ready to go <laughs> yeah it's and, such a it's such a weapon of a car as well as a comfortable house i mean yeah, yeah you guys have done a lot of work to it and i mean yeah, it was originally a uh, Brits camper, I think you were saying. Yeah, it's yeah. X rental. Yeah. So we bought it with 223,000 Ks. Yep. And, um, what we have? 308,000? 311. 311. Yeah. Just worn in is the yes. common yeah, joke the... you always get with that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Halfway. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and we, we, we bought a, yeah, she had like a, the rental fiberglass pop top and yeah. like a rudimentary camper setup in the back. And we were like, this is it. Sorted. We're, we're sorted. Like, this done. is everything we ever need. Yeah. Um, and uh, that quickly changes. It quickly changes, <laughs> doesn't it? But it's yeah, it's just it's just like you learn the way that you like. There's just more efficient ways to do yeah. things, and like yeah. oh, I could pack more in here, and I could save a bit of weight there, and yeah, upgrade the battery system because you know I want to charge and camera batteries, and yeah, everyone's needs are completely different. I mean, you guys, yeah, do a lot of filming and camera work, so you need the power and whatnot. And even now, we're pulling red R converters out of boxes, yeah, and whatever else, <laughs> new I, bits I think and pieces to bolt the in. The only original thing left on the car is there's like a flip down table on one of the barn doors yeah that's the original brits one. yeah this is so good and, and the, the lizard on the bonnet the lizard oh, yeah. that yeah. we have tried to get the lizard off the bonnet for forever yeah, no since way. we've uh, owned her but she is sun baked on yeah baked on. <laughs> so yeah there you go no that's really cool what have been your um I guess you said before your highlight in the Cape, like, is there just somewhere that's like captured your heart? So you're talking about a little boat shed in Tassie, like, is that, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, we've not been to WA yet and yeah. we feel like when we do actually go there, uh, I've heard that, you know, we reckon that's definitely going to capture our hearts yeah. when we do go yeah. there. But yeah, for all the places that we've been, we just can't stop going back to Tasmania, Yeah, which 
it's funny when we joke and we were saying to you guys last night that maybe it's the weather, <laughs> maybe because it's just so it's like English. Home, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's just something about the terrain everywhere from mountains to wilderness that you can only access on foot to beaches and yeah, yeah, all of, of these everything. different places. Um, but we, yeah, there's nothing quite like the center of the country. Like some of yeah. those mm. national parks that you drive through and you feel just in, you are completely in the middle of nowhere and yeah. you yeah. could be hundreds of kilometers from someone like potentially. Yeah. Um, that type of travel, obviously, I definitely wouldn't live in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, past <laughs> but that type of travel for us, um, we try to, we like to seek the long way, the long way home or the long way round. Yeah. Um, and case in point, instead of doing that main road in the NT in the Northern Territory from Darwin all the way down to Alice, you know, you can sit on the highway for ten hours if you want to. Yeah, and still see all the key points. Really. Yeah. Um, we thought, well, we'll just. We'll go find a different way, yeah. you know, which took four days longer, but that's okay. <laughs> but I would say those types of places really sort of capture our, uh, yeah, yeah. our hearts and our, just absolutely love it. Yeah. Did you guys do the Fink access track? So you come out of Alice and then, yeah, down into Fink or yeah, the down Olgan. Down the Olgan. And yeah. That oh, well, that was, was a experience. It was rough <laughs> out down rough. that track. Caitlin just sleeps. As soon as we hit corrugation, it's like proper corrugation oh, that's Caitlin's a, that's out a oh, wow she's asleep <laughs> that's a talent and I'm like banging around like oh yeah, my yeah. god like it was not like I wouldn't say it was no it probably was the roughest section we had on our trip but yeah the scenery out there it, it's nothing but it's so amazing it's and so amazing what I found interesting was like you go through areas like that where there is nothing but then you see one tree and you're like oh my god look at that tree like yeah. what's it doing out here it's like yeah. 6 meters tall when everything else is 2 and it it really starts to make you focus on smaller things and really just appreciate the little differences that are in the world i guess yeah for sure and probably again one of our highlight camps was along that garn track we just pulled over one dune and like yeah, just a, literally a billion stars, little campfire, yeah, yeah. crazy sunset, like we, we just mental. Uh, down the end of the old gun, we were on our way to Chambers Pillar. Yep, yep. And we we like as you as you sort of go down the track, you cross in someone's station, and then you can't actually see any of the rock formations mm. until you go up this hill and over the top. And as we crested yep. over the top, the sun was just about to drop below the horizon. Oh, so beautiful. the whole landscape was washed in this like pinky orange hue. Yeah. And like, yeah, you just, you just come over the top and then you see James pillar and the other rock formations over it. And it's just, it just, yeah. just takes your breath away. In the so middle like, of nowhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know? And what I found really cool about that area as well is that I was reading a book called Stuart's track, which was about, the explorer, um, Stuart driving up or oh, not driving, sorry, <laughs> uh, exploring up through the center and had all like why the places were named there because of certain people or sponsors of their journeys and expeditions and whatever. And that was really cool to get to those sort of places. And we almost used that book as a map mm. to explore that area as well. Cause we went to Chambers Pillar ourselves because it was in the book and Chambers was one of the guys yeah. that sponsored all their tours. And it was so cool having that history or we'd go across a little creek or you'd look on Hema and there's a mountain off to the side that was yeah yeah something or other that you'd just read about so that was that was really cool but another funny story about Chambers Pillar is that same lookout sort of thing where you come up over the rise yeah yeah 
my the last meter and a half of my exhaust rattled off and like, <laughs> it was corroded and sheared through just shy of one of the um, joining points and I had it strapped to the back wheel of my car. So we've got photos of us trying to pull it off the car and strap it to the wheel <laughs> right at that same lookout. So that's All the just best how things happen in the middle yeah. of nowhere, don't they? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We... Yeah, I, but I think I think as well. Like this, this whole year has been a long lesson in um, anything worth truly doing doesn't come easy. Yeah, yeah. And like, so you're mm-hmm. getting to these places, even like after a whole day, it's super hot, super dusty, mm. it's so rattly, things are falling off the car, and like, yeah, it's just it as an experience, it's just so rewarding finally yeah. getting there. Yeah. Um, which well, I I don't know. It, sound, it might it sounds really stupid, but. It's one of those things where that's something that I don't think we really expected. Yeah. Like that like drive through tourism. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But because here the distances are so great and the terrain is so hard, like the journey is a real achievement is half in, point. Yeah. And when we got to the you know, the center of Australia mm-hmm. and we sort of turned up and you know, the flags there and, and all that sort of stuff and there's no one else around and there's not much out there at least. Not much out there. No, yeah. and it's eerily quiet. And we're sort of standing there looking at each other like, we've just got to the centre of Australia. But yeah. it was almost, it wasn't an anticlimax, but we were so, I don't know, it felt like such an achievement that we were just really quiet. Yeah, yeah. So you just sort yeah. of sat there and thinking, this is And mad. that's almost the ultimate expression yeah. of yeah. the journey is the important bit because you get to Lambert Centre, it's a tiny little like structure. You're, you're in the middle of nowhere. And there's nothing around, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it is kind of anticlimactic. You're like, eh, all right, but it's, yeah, it's everything there. behind it. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's that second grade fun we've been yeah. talking about <laughs> second grade yeah. fun. last yeah, night. Like right. it's, at the time it's like, yeah, but then afterwards you're like, that. You're that like, was, wow, that, that was, was yeah. pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, we had a lot on our minds then too because a we were building up to this next chapter, hence yeah. why we're in Cleve. Um, yeah. B, we uh, a lot to do with the local communities was still up in the air and mm. so case in point we were allowed to drive through Fink but we couldn't stop under yes. any circumstance not allowed to get out the car yeah 100% um, and so and then there was this uncertainty around the borders like we were we were heading down to do the Simpson yeah but it's like alright can we like what's the state border situation and have mm-hmm. we got all of our forms ready and do we think there's going to be you know border checks as yeah. soon as you get into Birdsville it's like there weren't like yeah. who's, who's going to put a policeman in the middle of nowhere <laughs> but like funny you say we that. were all we were all thinking about it you know we were all we had a lot on the mind and so i think just at least getting to that milestone of like yeah. center that was pretty cool and again that's where this year's just thrown so many spanners in the works for travelers you know that are still trying to push through or people that live on the road or live in their cars like mm. and that want to still get around and do things we heard heaps of stories from people we met that when the lockdown happened they had victorian plates and yeah. everyone in the town that they're in, in WA is like, go home. And they're like, we don't have a home. The car's registered at my mum's place. Yeah. Like the car and the van is our life. So it's, it's been a, you know, pretty interesting year to try and keep doing what you're doing. And it's, it's yeah. cool that you guys have made it work. So there's, there's an irony in that, uh, you know how like some states on their license plates have little taglines. So yeah. ours is Victoria, <laughs> the place to be, which for so much of this year was it's just not. horrendously ironic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like nobody wants to so be we, there. You know, a lot of people wind us up about that. A lot of people wind and us may, up. And, you know, I think firstly, we're very lucky to be in Australia Yeah. Uh, in terms of how, you know, things have panned out and we've been able to travel to some extent. 
Mm. And most of it's been in jest. People, you know, sort of, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere in Queensland. And everyone's like, how did you get here? You know, with your, your Victorian yeah, plates. But like, um, We've been here for five months. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, in fact, the only real, um, or the funniest things were all the, uh, all the truckies, you know, and we'd yeah. radio to go to overtake and, you know, making sure everyone mm-hmm. was safe. And as we'd go past, they'd radio us saying, uh, not on your way home, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't want to go there. So it was yeah. more, there was, a, there was again, it was yeah, strange, but you almost had that community on the road of people communicating with you, yeah. you know, via radio, um, you know, just having kind of that camaraderie. So yeah. that was, a, that it was, was an interesting cool. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we've sort of touched on this, like, yeah, new stage of what you're doing. So we're in Cleve and you guys are here for, yeah, Another weeks. few weeks. Another, so. that, yeah. mm. another, another few weeks to go. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that shift of um, sort of just traveling full time and not doing a huge amount of work and whatever and just running off savings and whatnot, that's now, by the sounds of it, sort of molded into sitting in places and doing some work from a place and just mm. almost doing weekend trips but from a new hub. Like, yeah. how, how did that all come about? Is that something that you kind of thought maybe in the cards or it was just a, mm. a means to an end? Yeah. I think, again, it only really, because the original plan, <laughs> <laughs> we were going to be traveling for three or four years. Yeah. Um, so um, our plan was, you know, to go overseas and, and kind of do all of that. So, um, you know, we'd been planning for this for four years, saving up the amount of money we thought we needed in order to sustain ourselves for that long in, in three different countries. So obviously when everything changed, um and more the uncertainty of when, you know, for us, we mm. still would love to cross continents and kind of do those things. But, you know, realistically, we are, I wouldn't even want to guess. Like the timeline, there is no timeline, right? Yeah. There's no, yeah. um, very, very difficult to kind of see when that will be. So yeah. we kind of, I guess, had two options. One, we could continue to travel full time around Australia and you know, borders would be opening and, you know, kind of go to the place we haven't been. However, we would then potentially, when we got to the time, maybe 12, 18 months, two years down the line, where we could go overseas, you know, we would have used up all our resources that we had to go overseas with. So, you know, our choice was, yeah, one of two things, really. Continue and use all the resources that we had in Australia for however amount of time. However long that lasts, yeah. Which we don't know. Or... Um, you know, change the plan a little bit, yeah. but then when we can leave um, yeah. and do, we can still do that. Um, still got to be that nest egg, yeah, so that we don't have to put go. it on hold even further than yeah. than we are now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and so there's there's that like practical logistical side of it. Like, how do we how do we take action so that we can still do what we want to do? Mm-hmm. But I, I think as well, there's a there's uh, probably more of a an emotional or like a, a mental side to it, whereby over this last year we have it slowly dawned on us again because of the pressure cooker that has been the stress involved with this year. I think yeah. we've sort of gone through these processes and realizing actually why are we traveling? Why are we on the road? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think we've sort of realized that full time travel was is it was amazing. Um, is is amazing, and I think for us we really enjoyed it. And I think we realized that the like going traveling for us was always going to find something else. There's there's something else that we're chasing and something else yeah. that we're after. And so this next chapter is a way for us to also still continue to explore that something else. Mm, yeah, you know, we yeah. can still try and 
do things we haven't done before, push ourselves out comfort zones. Because neither of us want to go back. Like, neither of us mm. want to go home. Yeah, and back to what was normal. Like, yeah. it's such a weird thing to explain to people who haven't mm. done it and haven't tried it. Like, yeah. you know, you can be a weekend warrior and go camping and yeah. go exploring, but until you've actually lived on the road and experienced it, like, you say it's an emotional thing, but it's yeah. really hard to explain what that means. Like, yeah. You know, you talk about why you're traveling and you think about that. And it's like, I like I know, but I can't tell you. Like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes know, it changes. Yeah. yeah, it changes from year to year. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And like Ant said, you know, with our original plan, we were going to miss some of those experiences purely because of uh, resources or time. Yeah. So now, um, you know, I think we were saying to, to you guys last night, we've never, we didn't grow up around water. Yeah. We've never been scuba diving. We've never really snorkeled. We've never really been on the water, which yeah. is a, a, a massive part of, mm. you know, the beauty of Australia. Mm-hmm. So we can now achieve some of those things, that, which are awesome things yeah. that we wouldn't have been able to before. So yeah, and probably things that weren't even on the agenda. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Like, yeah. 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 So and like, and we're just we're we're I don't want to use the word happier, but we're definitely more like at peace yeah. and just so mm. content with ourselves like more so now than ever Mm. and so there's something in that Mm, so it's like all right well how do we keep trucking down this track and make sure we're still in a good spot you know Mm. i think it's more having being content in the everyday and what you're doing versus because before we were always worried about what that timeline was you know when is this finish line of when we can go somewhere else or and once you sort of let go of that because you know that's that's quite a challenging thing to work through when you're constantly wondering when this big dream will happen. You know, when's the big dream about going overseas going to happen? Mm-hmm. Well, we sort of have mentally parked that and just want to enjoy where we are and what we're doing, and that's helped massively. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's so many people at the moment as well that are in a similar boat in terms of, yeah, international travels off the cards. They've always gone to big resorts and hotels and whatever, and now they're stuck on home soil i guess for most most aussies and there's 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 so many more people out there full driving and Mm. touring and getting out to these places but i mean we've had literally hours of discussion about how things are portrayed online versus when you actually get there i mean yeah some of these campsites especially the ep this time of year christmas and all that has just been hectic yeah like do you find that there's little things that you guys do like we're talking about google satellite view and stuff like that of you know, you can go to the main campground, There's, it's packed, but you look on satellite view and sort of just off to the edge is a few little yeah. hidden spots. I mean, how do you guys go about when you're just moving place to place? You sound like you move around each night as well, like not staying in the one place. Yeah, like, we were always on the move every day. We, we're not very good at sitting still. Yeah. Not very good I think the most we sat still out. was, it was <clears throat> by choice, it was about maybe two nights. Yeah. And then force two because we're waiting for a new alternator was five days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we stayed in Cooktown for five days because yeah. we're waiting for an alternator. And we yeah. stayed at Awinia Creek for two days. Because it was just so it was beautiful. Just so pretty. <laughs> but yeah, typically and, uh, we were we, we like to be on the move. Yeah. 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 Um and like I think when we set off, uh this will be a recurring theme, you know, we had a plan and we yeah. had a schedule and yeah. like I got I got spreadsheets. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, uh slowly gained the confidence to actually just sort of put those to one side. Just wing it a bit. Just more. See where you end up. Yeah. Um mm. 
one thing that we did do a lot whilst we could uh, was just chat to locals. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That dried up really quickly, though. Again, the, like, the nature of this year is you haven't been allowed to see anyone. Like, yeah. You haven't been allowed to talk to people. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, go to the pubs and mm. and just strike up a conversation with whoever's in there. Yeah. Or the guy behind the bar might not have seen anyone in two months. Yeah. And so whether you want it or not, you're about to get his life story, oh, including yeah. all of his favorite camp spots for the area. Exactly and, right. And so yeah. that was a... That's the key thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so many doors open up as well once you get talking to people. And even just little things like you see someone's stopped on the side of the road, you slow down a bit to make sure they're right. And, you oh, yeah. you, you know, they might need a hand and you get talking to them and they're going here or there or doing something tonight and you'll end up tagging along. Like so many doors open up just by being open to talk to people and not having, we found this because we don't plan anything, <laughs> is that we... You know, if you leave your doors open, something pops up on somebody says, we're going to do this and you can just go, yeah, sweet. Mm. We'll come along. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? Like, it's it's a really cool way to travel if you can let it go and just go with it, which one of our favorite sayings was, you know, we don't know where we're camping tonight because it's not five o'clock yet. We haven't worked it out. Like, yeah, we'll just run it. But I think yeah. it, and that definitely took us a while to um, sort of get into the rhythm yeah. of mm. that when you first leave and yeah. uh, you are full time on the road. So you're always mm. trying to find somewhere to obviously sleep and, and camp. Um, initially, you know, we were kind of doing the old faithful and wiki camps and, and yeah. things like that, trying just to be sure that we would know sort of roughly where we would camp. Mm. And then as time goes on, you, yeah, you're you just sort of enjoying out. what you're doing during the day. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's just different places. Um, some are easier than others. Yeah, for sure. Like when you're in the outback, when you're in places where mm. um, there's a vast amount of land and not many people, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot of options yeah. um, in terms of where you can kind of pull up and, yeah. and find. And yeah, we definitely sort of like to nose down various things. And this is a gate. Or well, that's happened to us so many times. So we'll, many times. We'll nose down a track and we'll we'll be two hours deep into and there's a gate at the end. And yeah. we think, oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's <laughs> happens, the adventure. Yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. But then there are areas of the country, and I'm sure this is the same across the world, where there is only one option. You mm. know, you might be on a certain, um, you know, section of coastline. Most of it might be private stations, and yeah. there is only one you know, yeah. legal place to camp, right? Yeah. Um, so then you find yourself with the masses, and yeah. that's just the that's just the part of it. The nature so, of it. But yeah. again, that can open up some doors. You Correct. meet some people yeah. in the yeah, campgrounds, yeah. or, yeah. or we're, whatever. We're, we're at the stage now where when we go abroad, yeah. There are there are apps and there are yeah. websites and forums and stuff where you can get information. And I think we'll, like we'll make a conscious choice to, um, ninety nine percent of the time not use them. Yeah, because you don't want to predetermine where you end up or who you of, might meet. Yeah, you know you don't want to. There's there's something there is something nice about having absolutely no idea about what you're going to go do that day yeah. rather than have an idea of, okay, well, we're definitely going to go camp here mm. and therefore the day becomes about getting from A to B, not yeah. from what's down this track, you know? Yeah. It, it's a small change, subtle change, but, like, it makes a massive difference. I think oh, yeah. the only exception to that is um, we've met a few people online who are traveling other countries and their advice has always been there are certain places where oh, yeah. um, it's smart to use those apps. Yeah. to you know because you've got all the crowdsourced comments and mm. information from other travelers you know because that you know, we're not naive there are going to be some places that aren't necessarily safe I mean, yeah, australia sure. is a fairly safe country yeah. um you know we've never had any issues mm. but so we want to be that very adventurous 
pokey your nose down certain places, but I'm sure there are parts of the world where we're going to have to be very careful careful. (laughs) Um, and take that advice of other people and locals or, you know, whatever it might be. But who knows when we'll end up experiencing Mm. that, so. What would that plan look like? Like you were saying, Canada, you guys should have had the the car on the boat. Moving over to Canada, what was kind of your long-term, like, you know, work around Canada and then... Well, the original plan was to ship ship out to Vancouver. Yeah. Um, it would have been very cold, so we were going to drop down into the US. Yeah, we really wanted to attend um, one of the Overland Expos, the big mm-hmm. big four drive shows there. So we were going to kind of pop down there, and then when it got to around May time, we were going to head up to Alaska to try and get all the yeah. way up to, I guess, what would be the start of the Pan American Highway. Mm-hmm. And then the plan was to get to there. And then head all the way down through through the US, through South America, and end up in Argentina. Yeah. Um, so that was the the, the long term the long term plan. Yeah. We didn't know how long that would take us. Um, it you know however long it take. And these are the, the thing with these sort of ideas and dreams that you have is they can change as well. Mm. You know we may have got to Canada and changed our plans or you know, whatever that would have looked like. But I think now that it didn't happen we're sort of open to any uh, potential mm. route. I mean, people do Australia to London, you know, they ship to Europe, they ship to, yeah. um, not many people ship to Argentina and do it backwards. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a fun idea. <laughs> Everyone kind of, most people do it from top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It it could look many different ways now. Mm. We're, we're fairly open to it because... There's no point in having a plan. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. For now, keep lapping back through Tassie. And yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. <laughs> your figure eight or your infinity loops just turning into a big like yeah. dip down into Tassie yeah. and back up again. Pretty all much. All roads lead to Hobart. All roads. Or Cleve. Or Cleve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know how long you could spend in Cleve, but, no. you know, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Coming back to the shipping the car over, I mean, that seems like a pretty um, – was that was that a daunting thing to look into, or was it like, are yeah. you just literally hiring a shipping container, shove your car in, I, I think sign a bunch of paperwork? Like, daunting because I, I think, like quite a few industries, like it's almost like it's deliberately confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so there's exporting so many different variables things. and so many different moving parts involved that yeah. yeah, it's daunting to get your head around. Yeah. Um. But then again, I, I sort of took comfort in the fact that so many people do this every day. Mm. Um, those that we know about and can reach out through to through the internet, and yeah. there's those that don't even bother with the internet and they're doing it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's that sort of like, look, I it's daunting, but I know it's not impossible. But it's doable, yeah. I just got to just got to put my weight behind it and get it done. Yeah, yeah. Um, Was it a bit of a snowball effect where you're like, oh, you know, we got to find someone to safely ship the car, and then you got to look at the export stuff and then. How do we do registration when we're overseas? Like, is the car still registered in Australia, yeah. but it's overseas? Like, how does, well, especially when you don't have a fixed address yeah. in Australia well, or people thing. in Australia, you don't have family here. Like, yeah. Yeah, that would have all been a big snowball of questions. And Well, the Canadian, <laughs> yeah. um, the shipping company we were chatting to, they were awesome. So yeah. I think if you can find the right shipping company, yeah, they can give you all that information yeah. and they would tell you, how it all works, timeline, mm. what would happen when the car got there, you know, what all of that sort of checking in and checking out, you yeah. know, would look like. So I think if you can um, find the right shipping company, but people also sometimes use shipping agents. So yeah. you've got the shipping company and then some people, you know, 
I think it depends on the country, like whether you speak the language or how mm. complicated that border might be. Uh, if they're shipping into that country, that is, um, they can then hire a shipping agent to help you with all of that so they can give you information. So we only know, um, this is a very tiny amount of information that we know compared to you know yeah. what there is to know, purely through following other people that have done it, you know, yeah. and seeing people that have you know, crossed different borders and shipped mm. their car into really wacky places, you know. Yeah. If you want to do it, you can find someone to yeah. ship it. It's, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's oh, a no, fascinating oh, thing. Ballpark number. What is? What was it going to be roughly to get the car to Canada? I think it was four and a half. Yeah, right. It was anywhere between three and a half and four three and a half. Three and a half and four and a half. When we first was looked. the estimate. Yeah. Uh, Australian dollars. Yeah. And that doesn't include any charges on the other side. Right. Gotcha. Um, plus, there's the environmental things. Like if the car turns up and there's like a, 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 the shadow of some dust, yeah. they'll be like, "Nah, it's got to be cleaned. It's got to be cleaned." And, and that depends on charge. country. Yeah. And like. Yeah. And an Australian troopie that's been just about everywhere in Australia <laughs> yeah. is going to have yeah. some gonna dust have, on it. Oh, well, and funnily enough, Australia actually has this, one of the strictest, strictest rules. So oh, it's yeah, actually, our sure. issue is probably going to be shipping it back to its own back. country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. no joke. Um, but, but, but yeah. yeah, and then there's the things around. So VDJ Land Cruisers were never sold. Well, 70 Series Land Cruisers were never sold in yeah. Canada or North America. And so there's, yeah, there's the registration parts. thing and the and how long are they allowed well, to be in. And so... A lot of moving parts, but I think I think that was a good lesson in realizing that all of these processes are exactly that. They are follow the bouncing ball, if this, then that. Yeah. And by introducing any variable, such as not having a fixed address, yeah. or like something, it just throws it all out. Yeah. And so going into these processes with that expectation and just, just you know, knuckle down and get it done is yeah. is better than like, hoping for the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. and we're actually very grateful that we didn't get to the position where the troopie was in the middle of the ocean and say, the border yeah. shut oh, no. because yeah. that would have been even harder Rip trying to get it back. Away from you. Little house well, on wheels. And yeah. there's, a, there's a couple that shipped there, I think we were saying to you last night, they shipped the Defender from the UK to Africa yeah. and then the border shut. So they had to again wait for their vehicle to turn up in Africa and then try and get it back without being there. Yeah. You know, and all of that. And no one working so. because everyone's yeah. stuck yeah. at home or So we're, you know, we're very grateful that we didn't, uh, we, we know a lot of people that unfortunately their cars are still stuck in, yeah. in various countries. So. Yeah. And there was that other couple who, that we were chatting to who shipped their Mercedes G-Wagon to Perth. Yeah. Um, they got stuck in Vietnam and then the Australian borders closed. And so the car turned up in Perth like eight weeks later they're stuck in Southeast Asia, no flights, no borders, nothing. Yeah. But then the port is like, hey, we've got your car. You need to come pick it up. And they're yeah. like, oh, we're oh, going to start. Like, and it's just nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but that's another great example of, you know, so many issues from last year, particularly mm. for people that travel, if they're traveling internationally. But there are then so many stories of locals picking those cars up for people and storing them and helping yeah. them out. And, oh, yeah. you know, the, the the international community of travelers, whether it's by car, by bike, by, by foot, store, yeah. by whatever it is yeah. you're doing, there are so many groups, so many people. You can find someone who is willing to is willing to help. So, yeah. 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 But, no, we're lucky the Troopy is still in Australia, still, yeah. so we can still live in her keep going. and keep going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the video stuff, I mean, that's where we – Met, met you guys or whatever, found you guys online. Um, 
was that always a passion that you guys had? had? Were you already into photography and videography and music and all that kind of stuff? Like, I find it amazing you do a lot of your own music for it as well. Um, is that something you already had or that developed because you were going to these amazing outdoor places and then that you wanted yeah. to capture this that? This all started with Ant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have – it all started with music, so – I'm just a massive guitar nerd mm-hmm. and uh, like that classic sort of 14, 15 year old just spending hours in front of a computer just yeah. recording music and um, that that that's always been a big part I think of, of just something I'm really passionate about mm-hmm. like going out of college and university and then in, into what was life then yeah get a job and yeah office thing. work and the, i kept them yeah. completely separate so there was like i guess my music identity and music life and then there was my professional identity and professional life and yeah. they always stayed completely separate um moving to australia for the first couple of years that continued um going traveling was an opportunity to sort of bring these things together mm-hmm. like music led to photography and then cameras evolved to be such a point where actually there was a record button on the back and yeah. so photography led to videography and i just really enjoyed the creative process mm-hmm. of like going to these places they make you feel a certain way that can translate into music that you tie to images and i just enjoyed the process of putting it all together to try and articulate to friends and family back home and yeah. as a little bit of a record Plus just a nerdy side project that I just really enjoy doing. <laughs> Something cool to do on the road. Yeah. yeah. And that and that just all, um, like two things. One, it, it snowballed because I just really enjoyed it and it was something to throw my passion into. Mm. Um, but I think there was also a time around 2016, 2017 when that's when I first discovered Instagram and that's when YouTube started taking off. Yeah. Um, and I think there was also an element of being influenced yeah. to, to, to be totally sort of self-aware mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like, oh, hang on, like I could do that. Mm. And so there was definitely this like yin and yang sort of. Yeah, especially being on the road and traveling, like it's such a big thing to be like have a presence online and, you know, show everyone what you're doing. But I think that's one thing we both loved about your videos is that, yeah, you are capturing a moment and an emotion and you know, that's so much for yourself more than anyone else. And yeah. Yeah, it's a cool way to look at it. And, yeah, your soundtracks and all that kind of stuff is just a cool take on it. Yeah, thanks. We've always, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we've always said and we always try to come back to the reason why we're doing it. Yeah. And it's not, you know, don't get me wrong, the engagement from a community and from people on the internet, I mean, that's how we met you guys and how we have awesome conversations and, make lifelong friends with people on the internet and typically that's through whether we've found their content whatever that looks like or or whether they found ours but we always will only do it as long as it makes us happy and it's really about the memory I mean and the funny thing about particularly with Ant making all of the music which is not something we tend to we don't tend to talk about it Uh, it's not something we've really mentioned that much before but you know Ant will be I mean, the Troopy is a great living space, but I mean, I'll be in the back of the car with his little keyboard and his pad <laughs> and his guitar, and he's just made a whole song in two hours. In the back of the car. In the back of the car. Yeah. 
I'm just sat there drinking a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Supervising. Of tea. Supervising. I'm the, I'm the creative director. No. Um, but yeah, so it's, it, yeah, the one thing that I'm, I mean, I'm incredibly proud of Ant, like the, the stuff that he can come up with. And it's purely just because he loves it so much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's part of it, which, yeah, I feel very lucky to have. And I think that really shows through as well. I mean, we were talking last night about how there's there's different ways you can portray the same scene. We're talking about the cape and how mm. the cape can be this crazy, ridiculous adventure and full drives, you know, getting swallowed by mud holes and crossing rivers and water coming outdoors and all that. Or you can do the trip a very different way, but you can also capture it a very different way. And mm. there's not too many, um, you know, uh, channels or streams of... Um, uh, documentaries and, and videos that you can see that are just more about the place and the journey of getting there is part of it and the full driving yeah. is part of it. And yeah, you're still lifting wheels and parking in crazy angles, but it's not depicted as that hectic madness. It's this beautiful, pristine location yeah. and you have to do these fun things to get there. And I think one thing that always shone through for me years ago when we first found your videos was the narration back to your family. It was the, hey, yeah. mom, we've got a weekend off, so we thought we'd go here. I absolutely love that. And <laughs> I, I personally recommend a, a comeback. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, have, we'll be nostalgic and we'll bring it back just for you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll tell my friends that it's, it's in there because of me. But I found that so cool because it made it so much more personal and so much more – and it, it, to me, it just – you made these videos for you guys and for your family and your friends and – I used to do a little bit of video stuff and it was the same. I didn't really care yeah. where the video went or who saw it or whatever else. It was, I'm doing this because I'm out with my mates riding bikes and we love being out here and I want to sort of record that and keep it. But that really shone through back in the day. And even now with the, the films that you make, they're, they are genuinely films. They're not videos anymore. I definitely think yeah. that. Um, and even your latest film that, we, uh, that you guys released yesterday, of all things, uh, we watched and it's just such an incredible uh, depiction of your travels and a record to keep um, and it's it's developed a long way over the years as well like yeah. you guys are incredible creators of a different type of content than what the definition is you know of recent years I guess that's that I I, I never know how to take compliments so if, if I look really awkward that's why <laughs> thank, thank you yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I, I i i think um especially as is sort of narrated or as is the underlying theme of of like little victories the the, the mm. short film that we we put out um i i think that's our best effort to try and compress and unpack and really process all that has been this last year yeah to be honest like yeah. Yeah, we, we sort of create things from a very personal intention. And I think that that's where all of this stems from, mm. um, which which might be what I guess gives it a, a, a sort of a differentiating factor, I suppose, yeah, 100%. From, from what's out there. But I, I wouldn't say that it's been like that we've got it all figured out. Like it's, mm. it's definitely yeah. been, it's, it's ebbed and it's flowed. And I will happily put my hands up to say that there has been times throughout the last year where it was like, no, I think I, I think we need to pivot more towards doing the YouTube thing and the social media thing and 
and we need to Blogging. behave <laughs> a certain way and do certain things. And mm. I've got to have a small booklet of hashtags to use every, you know, like we definitely did that at one stage and then we immediately noticed that that actually started to detract away from the experience. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I weren't happy about it. It yeah. becomes yeah. a chore to do it and you're like, Oh, I've got to put another post up cause it's been a day since I posted. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And so that, that's definitely a core part of our next chapter. Like even, even here, it's like getting back to now we're going to keep doing it, but we're doing it for ourselves and yeah. always be, um, sounds very cliche to say but just always be true to that core intention yeah rather than try and do it for any other mm. and any that will always reason. produce better content that people like because the passion comes through in it and you know i love the little bits in the film where there's been a soundtrack for the last minute or something but then it cuts to the clip of you sitting in the bush somewhere twiddling away on your guitar and it, for me i look at that and go oh wow like yeah the music is as you said you, you haven't really made much of a mention of the music is all made, I was going to say in-house, but in Troopy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Troopy house. Yeah. Everything yeah. Troopy Productions. Like, is that, is that a thing? Like, we should yeah. give it a new name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, to me, that it really comes through that, yeah, this is done on passion and just love for what you're doing and to, to show these places and try and really capture that emotion. I, I think that's really cool. But um, touching on changing names, I noticed a while ago, it's probably a while now, it went from Troopy Travels to yeah. We Will Roam. Mm. What was, is that just a rebrand to try and, not a rebrand, that's probably the wrong word, but mm. um, just to make it, I, I guess it's much more on, again, it's on brand, I guess. It, it, it yeah. suits, I like it a lot, but what was the story sort of behind that? I think initially, you know, we, we loved Troopy Travel. Mm. <laughs> And God, there's so many iterations on Instagram now. Uh, yeah. But I think when we realized that whilst the troopy was a huge part of it, mm. it's not the only part yeah. of what we're doing and um, what we want to do with our lives and the places that we want to go, mm. there might be places in the future that we go that we can't physically take the troopy. So we we wanted... Yeah, I'm not sure if I would, yeah, would use the word brand, but we wanted something that would just encapsulate just that feeling of what we're doing versus of it. it's just about the vehicle and obviously it's amazing and she gets us everywhere that we want to go but it's more of just it's the vehicle it's not you know yeah it's not the main feature mm. so um yeah and we just we wanted uh something fun something a bit different something and something that would you know we could use for a long time mm. so yeah, Which that's it, it it's, and it still rings true. Like even it, it sort of evolved into just a bit of a mission statement, you know. Like it is this whole thing that we do, like roaming around, is yeah. is now such a core part of, I guess, who who we are, but who we have become. Mm. And it might it might change or present itself in different manifestations. Like um, I dread to think about one day where we don't have the troopy, but you never know. Like yeah, it might you never know what happens. Or, might be a boat. Oh, might gosh. be a unicycle. <laughs> actually, it, it won't be a unicycle. No. <laughs> but, but yeah, the point still stands is that it's actually now more of a look. However, we live our lives from here on out, whatever it is we're doing, it's 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 a core component of, yeah, of who we are. It's and almost like a mantra in some ways too. Like yeah, it's a it. really yeah. strong statement to say we will roam. Like especially at these times, like yeah. you know, so many people bunker down and go, oh, well, like whatever. But the fact that you're like, yeah, we will. Like, yeah. It'll and happen. sometimes we'll we'll say whether it's in a you know in a write up that we've done or or in a video sometimes and 
Yeah, it became sort of a saying, didn't it? It was it was sort of as long as we can, we will roam. Yeah. That that whole sort of thing about if we can do it, we will. Yeah. And we'd love to. So it's kind of just felt more it's that intention behind it. So yeah. that's why we sort of yeah, went down cool. that. That road, and fun enough, it was through an Instagram. So, <laughs> well, yeah, there was that. That other, was like, handy. You, know, you look at the domain, and that's available, and then yeah. their Instagram handle was available, and it's like, well, there, well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> sold. Job yeah, done. there yeah. you go. Is uh, like Instagram and YouTube your only ways of like logging your travels? Like you said, you've got spreadsheets left, right, and center. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like in terms of what you have done, like is there logging in other ways in the yeah. background? Yeah. So. Um, you know, obviously YouTube is a platform and it is pretty much the only platform you yeah. people put videos on, right? So it's kind of, don't have many choices there because <laughs> that's where, you know, it's free. That's where everyone is. Yeah. Pretty easy to use. Um, but I would say beginning of last year, so beginning of 2020, we had this, I don't know, sort of, I don't know what you'd call it. I have an ambition just to kind of build a smaller community. Yeah. Like YouTube is a very big place. Instagram is a very big place mm-hmm. and Facebook and, you know, whatever you're using. And we wanted, um, yeah, we wanted to build or just have a, maybe a smaller community of people who mm-hmm. really enjoyed the videos and, and, you know, if they wanted to kind of come along for a bit more of a more a deeper experience yeah. with what we are doing because again we share very differently on youtube and instagram mm-hmm. a bit more we don't tend to approach. talk too much about yeah. really what we're doing or where we're going and why or you know all those sorts of things yeah so we thought about it for a while and then we thought we'd try the patreon um creators platform yeah and we were we were unsure initially because it has become quite a popular thing to do mm-hmm. um but we thought, you know, let's try it. If we can build a community, awesome. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's and it's been wonderful. You know, we've got a very small community of people who we share from the road updates, mm-hmm. you know, very long write-ups of where we've been with all of the photos and the comments and the engagement and the conversations we get from there, we really, really enjoy. Yeah, so it makes actually, almost like a little family of, correct. Like, you know, if you find something exciting yeah. in your day, you know that this place is going to really find that same joy in what you've just come across. And we had no idea if anyone cared. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what we thought. We'd just give it a go. Yeah, see what happens. You know, so we did that. Um, we then started, um, we've started a little series on there called Troopy Notes. Yeah. Which is, people would ask us all the time, what does the Troopy look like? You know, why can't you do a walk around film tour? Mm-hmm. And it's just not really something that we would typically do for Instagram or YouTube. Yeah. So we kept getting these questions, you know, just really mm. more details of, you know, our setup, things like that. So we share all of that information, and um, which is kind of, I guess, different to what we typically do. But it's it's been amazing that you're kind of part of a community. Um, people are super interested mm. um, and they see an incredible value in what you do. Mm. Um that's been that's been lovely. So I would say that's the other the other place that we share yeah. beyond yeah. the main sort of YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's kind of more like a gateway. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a YouTube and Instagram sort of it. the you know, I don't know what Shiny you call front. it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. and then we have this kind of like secret secret team. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. secret club. Maybe we can call it a secret club. 
we were own club. <laughs> Who knows? But it's been really nice. Yeah. That, that's the only other place that we should. We found too that like a lot of people do live through what you're doing. Like people who don't have the opportunity or the time or the money to be able to go and do it. So it's nice in some ways to be able to provide that, which I'm sure you guys are doing in your community. There'd be people who are, yeah, living and seeing Australia through your eyes and your yeah. stories and things. So yeah, it's yeah. cool to be able to provide that for people who can't, which is cool. Mm. And I think it's also cool the way that, you know, we've talked about how you didn't want to go down that social media influencer type mm. vlogging and yeah. all behind the scenes videos and all that. And I think that certainly has its place, but it, it detracts from the experience of where you are. Yeah. And I think the, yeah, the website and the sort of Patreon group and or whatever it is, how that's just your own spin on providing the same information but in your own way and I think that's really cool that you haven't just jumped on the social media bandwagon or made a second channel or something for all those extra bits you've kept the films as films as mm. creative outlet yeah. as capturing the places and all that mm. kind of stuff and stayed true to that but then you've still had that need to have a bit more background and more information and it's cool that you found a different way of doing that I think that's a it's a probably a pretty important note to people who, yeah, there is lots of people starting to travel and stuff like that yeah, at the yeah. moment. And there's so many Instagram pages and we've been joking over the last week of how most Instagram pages are just a combination of adventure, explore, full drive, travel. It's one of those yeah, words all in a different order. Like that's yeah. Australian adventure or Australian full driver or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. And it's so easy to jump down that path because that's what everyone else is doing, but you get buried in that just massive world of stuff where it's so much more personal and so much more actual true reliable information that you get when you're you know just in a little group with people and you get to talk with them directly and, yeah. and the other thing yeah. that's been really nice about that small group is we can try something so we might yeah. have an idea of filming something a certain way mm. um so again we'll we'll create little Kind of film experiments or films that will never be released on YouTube. Yeah, just to kind of get their vibe thoughts and thing, yeah. yeah, it's super fun. It's really nice. They have, you know, thing suggestions of things we've never thought of in terms of yeah. travel, places to go. Yeah. Um, well, they'll ask like, "Hey, how did you do this thing?" And I'll yeah. be like, "That is a good question. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and I'll like have to actually sit down and think about something. Yeah. And yeah. then that means I recognize it as a thing and then we can do it again. <laughs> yeah. So it's that value exchange between the community and us. That's the difference. Yes. We learn so much from They're those little... individuals. Yeah. And hopefully they you know, see value in the films and what it is we're doing. Mm. And I guess we've never been very good or really never wanted to share much of us as people. And again, that will come across in the videos. We don't. Mm. Um, you know, people may notice we don't talk to the camera. Like we're yeah. very in a. I'm pretty introverted at the best of times. Yeah, we, we talk <laughs> you know? to each other. Yeah. Um, and that's just the way we enjoy building and uh, creating that memory of kind of yeah. just our own conversation together. But we don't um, don't engage with the internet in that. You're not going to be walking down way. the jetty going, "Hey, legends! Today we're at Austin <laughs> yeah. Jetty." Like we just, just not we're you. super awkward. Uh, so <laughs> the thing again, coming back to communities, you can be a little bit more open, mm. you know, because uh, again, I think with uh, the broad internet, there's that uh, there is judgment everywhere, and you're never going to be able to get away no. from no way. 
no matter what you decide to share online, yeah. how you share it, um, the way that you create it, uh, the approach that you have, hmm. everyone receives judgment. It's, it's the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so having that, um, it's almost like a safe space, the community. Um, and don't get me wrong, like we've also created amazing friendships through people through, on the internet yeah. Yeah. that aren't in this community. And we actually now have, um, you know, we'll just have a WhatsApp group with them now. So we're yeah. kind of removing it from the internet and just yeah. having our own little mini community with yeah. these people from America or wherever it is. And yeah. yeah, that's that's what we find. I would say that's one of the huge highlights of this is finding those other people that we yeah. can have really good relationships and yeah. conversations yeah. with. I, yeah. I think as well, like we I hinted at this before. We haven't met that many people on the road, mm. like physically. Like physically, yeah. yeah. Because of the nature of the year that's just gone, yeah, you know, everyone was was locked up, and then when we were allowed out and we left lockdown, there wasn't anyone on the road, yeah, and and then those that we did meet, you know, we've met quite a few grey nomads, and some of them are quite content keeping themselves to themselves, and and we haven't met too many people our age or of the same headspace and same mindset, and, yeah, and so I yeah, I guess it's a sign of the times, but being able to meet like people over the internet yeah. <laughs> has provided a bit of a substitute to yeah. meeting people physically because yeah. we just mm. haven't really done it. And yeah. always moving around as well. That always yeah. never helps. It's always hard yeah. to try and if you do meet people you, you know, really connect with and get along with, there's always different plans and different travel styles and, and whatever else. So that also. Well, it can be quite fleeting. Harder. And I think, you know, you're, you might meet for a couple of days and hang out and then you're off in your own direction. Yeah. But it's then if we can kind of, you know, if, if it's the right fit from a friendship perspective, yeah. set up a WhatsApp group and you're off. You yeah. know what I mean? You can connect and share yeah. where you've been going together. And and when you're traveling, you always cross paths. Yeah, and, and then bump and into each other again. those friendships are always like, yeah. you haven't seen them for a year, but yeah. it's like you were with them last week. Like, yeah. And that's just so amazing. Yeah. And that helps with getting around the not being physically with our friends from whether it's Melbourne or the UK. And that is a huge thing that you sacrifice you know, choose to sacrifice not being around your friends that you've either grown up with or yeah. um, lived by. And we do miss them. So it's also great to meet others and have a different type of friendship that we can still feel connected to everybody rather than feeling, yeah. We've got each other, which is awesome, but it is easy to miss friends and family. Like, I don't know whether I get a bit sick of Anne sometimes. But... I am pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> and a troopy's a pretty small yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. some people, yeah, it's funny the kind of comments again, like I said, on, online. People are like, How do you, you must really other? love each other. Yeah. To sit, to live in that troopy together. All you all the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, I actually think we argue less living in the troopy. Well, we never argue really now. No. Yeah. I feel like that uh, being at home or maybe there's other s- stresses or I don't know what it is, yeah. but. Yeah, Just in we your own environment. We yeah. live in harmony with the troopy, don't we? Either that or like the stress of when everything was closing and mm, yeah. like maybe that just flushed out the worst of all the possible mm. stresses yeah. and now it's, you know, everything's upwards from there. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Hence like, the even more relaxed state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do find it funny though how like, yeah, living in each other's pockets really. Like there was one stage in our trip where we'd caught up with a few people and met some people and they were all tended to be guys around our age and we're traveling with different guys and I said to Ben I'm like I just really want some girls like I need some female company just like I need a girl and then I think a week later we camped up with four families and there would have been 10 girls all under the age of like yeah 10 
all these little blonde girls and Ben's like, I provide to you girls. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, thanks. But it yeah, it's funny difference. how there's just that different longing for just, you know, it's really nice to be on your own, but mm. um, sometimes it's just nice yeah. to be with people. Yeah. yeah. Have an yeah. interaction yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. But. So we'll see you in Tassie, right? <laughs> oh yeah, or this, Queensland. This little boat shed house that you guys are getting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Don't don't uh, encourage we'll Anthony. He will be. He's got a tinny shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure there's a guest room though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, from here, yeah. So you got a couple more weeks here. Off to Tassie again. Yeah. Yes. You guys absolutely love it. Love it. Yeah. And then up to Queensland. Up to Queensland. Um, well, well, we'll be in Victoria for a little bit after oh, yeah. Tassie. Yeah. Um, just Bob doing some. Home stuff. We have um, a storage unit that is full of. It's, it's, it's a small storage it. unit, <laughs> yeah. But it's full of the long tail of things you have in a house, like yeah. extension cables and spare strimmer wire. Like <laughs> yeah. I, it's just, and we, you know, like when you're packing up the house and trying to get out, it gets oh, to we'll a point, point where yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's either like oh, I'll keep it because I'll use it one day, yeah, or it's like not worth the effort to get rid of it yeah and i also don't want to just throw it into landfill so it's like oh we'll just i'll just bung it in the storage unit yeah i've got to we've got to confront that (laughs) and wants to pick up some more you know his beloved guitars oh yeah he's he's wondering now that you know traveling a little bit differently he's like you reckon i could i reckon i could have a few more another another couple of guitars guitars. maybe you guys need a toy trailer like we're planning but just for guitars we need like (laughs) a mobile studio yeah you could have a studio in tow just have a caravan but there's no beds in it yeah just just guitars just a giant desk (laughs) don't don't encourage him uh but yeah so we'll we'll do victoria campfire like (laughs) Stage van with a fold <laughs> down it. stage, and you just have oh. mad jams. That's it. You could charge travelers to have a jam. Money for jam. Uh, and, and <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of the caravan. Money, Money for, for jam. jam. On the back of the And too shy. Yeah. He's like, it'd be a great idea. And then it comes to him, and be like, I want to hide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Close he... the trailer back up, and I'm just inside with speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want to be seen while I create so, music. Yeah. So but we're what, doing that. And we're then... doing that in Victoria, and then we've got uh, a few months up in Queensland and then I think we're going to go to far north Queensland again like yeah. again back to the reef and yeah. do yeah. some water stuff and I, like that's as far as we can see yeah I can't other see than that, that and who knows you know with this year there's not much point planning further no. than that because it'll all bloody yeah. change again yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. even now it's a bit touch and go as to whether we're actually going to get to Tassie or not yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and that's where just... you really just gotta you gotta wing it yeah really so see how we go and then the I mean what's next for the yeah the, the film side of things I mean is there new I don't want to like jump on the new gear type stuff, but is there is there more direction that you want to take with that, or like other things you want to try? I've noticed over the years that like the night time lapse, and I think you got a slider yeah. for the camera and stuff like that. Like, is there any of that sort of stuff that you want to try and definitely? Do yeah. Well? So we we want to use this as an opportunity to be more intentional yeah. about what it is we want to capture yeah. and how. Um, like without taking away from the initial experience in the first place, mm. but it's like, hey, we're going to be here for four, five, six, eight, ten weeks or whatever. Yeah. So I can wait for when there's going to be a clear night with no moon, and then yeah. I will go and do a night lapse like over yeah. the jetty, or like we can make those mm. sorts of calls. Whereas before, we're always on the move, and so you're dealing with whatever the weather yeah. is. Whatever it is is whatever you got to deal with. In, put in front of you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so there's there's that from like a technical standpoint. Yeah. I also want to just try and uh, consolidate sort of the stuff that we have with us. Yeah. Like we always want to live by the mantra of like, look, everything we own is in the back of the car. And that's, that's just that. And so 
if I can if I can lose a bit of weight and consolidate on the camera yeah, side of the you. house, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly is there's a lot of topics that we have found ourselves talking about, like over long drives. Yeah. And it's like, oh, actually, these are some pretty interesting topics. Like how do we... Story is there space that. to try and yeah storyline that as part yeah. of the underlying narrative of 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 something yeah um which little victories came through mm. like it was it was a film with purpose and it was a as you said it was a condensing your experience over the last year and how that changed so much but there was a there was a storyline and a purpose and yeah. a, a very intentional kind of this is the message of how we've taken the last year yeah it was a very like Almost a Bo Miles. We're talking about him the other night. Yeah, yeah. A very Bo Miles inspired sort of film. The way I took it of mm. it starts with no real, you know, Bo's is famous for always saying, "I don't know what the point of this is," but as the film develops, it's extremely clear what the point is, and there's so many little lessons to take from it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that side of it. So it'd be amazing to see more of that. Yeah, storyline stuff. I think yeah. it would be nice to again. Just trying to bring the inner workings of our minds and what mm. we're thinking in those places. So I think that also adds to the experience of, you know, we don't, and again, that little victories, that was kind of our goal to try and explain it in a way yeah. Um, yeah. that would just address sort of how we were feeling. So that would be really nice if we yep. can. Um, There's things like, you know, we've talked about loneliness, we've talked mm. about. Um, purpose purpose and, mm. and like yeah so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting challenge to keep the brain busy yeah um don't want it to be like a preachy self-help thing at all yeah. It's, yeah. it's still still back to the core of, of what it is we do but yeah so i think i think that's the third third way in which we're yeah. sort of making it. it as human as you know as i don't know what the word is but you're just trying to bring people into yeah, some of those thoughts yeah, and feelings a really that we authentic have. view of yeah. what's mm. actually happening yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's really, really exciting. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> exciting plans and journeys and, yeah, just yeah. take it as the, the wind blows you and see where you land. Yeah. We'll see which yeah. parts pan out and, and which, and the, which And that, that's don't. why we say, like, all said and done, that's why we are grateful for the for where we are. Yeah. Like, the way this year has panned out, it's just we wouldn't be where we are, who we are without it. And I think, you know, we wouldn't be of the mindset that we are now without it mm. so we'll just take it as it comes and mm. yeah we will eventually get abroad it's going to happen at some point <laughs> yeah i just don't know when yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine that's it. <laughs> we are yeah. for now we are very grateful to live in in such a beautiful place so. yeah. cleave place to be <laughs> agricultural town of the year 2019 pieces of the year the peaks 2021. Big spot. Oh, yeah. Sorry. They're not in 2021. <laughs> 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 what did we say last night? 2014? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pizza of the year, 2014. It's fine. But I'll vote. Yeah. Wild yeah. <laughs> well, it's been nice to finally meet you guys and hopefully we'll meet you again on the road, hopefully, in the back of our car and we can camp up together and yeah, talk more stories and make good food and more memories. Sounds yeah, like a plan. Awesome. Thanks All right, cheers for, for having us. Thanks for chatting with us. Oh, it's great. been lovely. Thank you so much, guys. It's yeah. Catch you guys later. See ya. So there we go. That wraps up our conversation with Ant and Emma. We hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I know Ben and I got so much out of this one and we hope you guys have too. We'd love to hear what you've taken away from this um, this conversation. I feel like whether it's something you can relate to, something you've learnt, something that you want to aspire to, it's just a really great 
honest conversation. Um, Aunt and Emma, thank you so much for taking the time out to have a chat with us. We hope you guys really enjoyed the time we spent together as well. Um, for any of you that have made it to the end, we really encourage you to go over to We Will Roam on Instagram and YouTube and send these guys some love. They create some amazing content and it's just really original and inspiring um, in all aspects. So yeah, go and send them some love and yeah, let us know what you thought and yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks.